all this stuff I be doing to make sure we sound good. Oh, so they wanted to come to Rehab Sports Guys and start do, being the producer. I'm scared. That's what I would be scared of. So they're kind of like Puffy. They want to be in the video. <laughs> <laughs> they they want you, it all. Hey, hey, if you want to come to a sports radio show where the producer ain't all up in the video and all up on the songs, come to Rehab Sports Guys. Shout out to Suge Knight, and I hope they lock you under the jail. And we are live back on the Kicker and the Outlaw on the Rehab Sports Guys Network. What is going on? Jesse James. Oh, what's up, man? Just chilling. Uh, ready to talk about AD and the Lakers. I know you've been kind of like chomping at the bit to go on this little rant mode for a minute just to kind of give people background that you know, I've been paying attention. Anthony Davis is not going to be playing in the fourth quarter of any game for the Pelicans because they wanted to just sit him out right for the rest of the season. But the NBA has that whole uh, rule where you got to play. Oh, what's the, I guess, fairness, no tanking, whatever you want to call it. Because they're trying to tank. They're just trying to play him enough where they don't get fined. But if you don't play him in the fourth quarter, it's still tanking. So this is my rant. So the NBA basically says you can't just shut the guy down for the rest of the season. Even though he's so injury prone, they could probably get away with it. Um, which is really funny because... They were all mad at people tampering with AD, and now they're trying to skirt the rules at the same time. So um, they should have shut him down with some medical condition that I'm sure that he could be because he's 6'11". I mean, he's going to have leg problems. So we're going to play him in the first three quarters, and then we're going to sit him the entire fourth quarter. You, you, dude, they could, have, they could have faked this so much better. They could, like, play him a couple minutes and then take him out for an extended period and put him out there. Like, it's just so stupid. Um, they let Rondo walk. They let they let DeMarcus Cousins walk. And now they're running in a team around Julius Randle, who's been balling, by the way. Shout out to Julius Randle. But the, I, I, the, the Pelicans' New Orleans franchise just drives me up the wall. Um, it's just – it's a farce, and it's disgraceful to the game of basketball. I mean, I know we're trying to tank, but I mean, and you're already you're already gonna offer you're already gonna get the draft compensation for him. Yeah, you already know that me and you know enough about teams tanking in the NBA because your team is currently tanking right now. Not on, maybe not on purpose per se, but the Mavericks were tanking severely last year. It was noticed, like lineup changes at the end of games to lose and all this stuff, and but. My thing to shut down your health. Well, the Cavs, the Cavs are de- the Cavs are de- the Cavs are definitely tanking. Yeah. I mean, they basically told J.R. Smith to stay away, and they let Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson stay out way longer than they needed to. Like, yeah, they're definitely trying to tank. Yeah, the Cavaliers are the king of tanking. <laughs> True. They have. But we also always have terrible rosters when LeBron leaves, so it's like we're tanking, but we are kind of tanking just because we're. I don't know. I've seen the Cavaliers win some games this year they shouldn't have won, and I'm like, what are y'all doing? And so, like, they're not, like, blatantly tanking, but they don't really have a coach and or a real GM, and then we don't really have a good owner. So I don't think – it's like they're tanking on accident, but then they freak mess up the tank up, and then they're like, oh, yeah, wait a minute, we're supposed to be tanking, and then, but we're really bad, so we're tanking on accident. It, it's ridiculous. Yeah. 
this AD thing is like, you know, he's gonna, he's, it's, it'd be different if like he wasn't on a contract next year, and it's like, oh, we'll just let him sit around, and th- I would be okay with what they're doing right now, but they still have to trade him this summer. And what if they can't trade him this summer? For some reason, what if they can't trade him? Now you've just sat a dude in all the fourth quarters. He doesn't want to be there. I don't really blame him for not wanting to be there. He shouldn't have signed there. Like, here's a problem with the NBA. Everybody always signs the first extension. Everybody. LeBron did it. KD did it. Uh, Giannis did it. AD did it. Kyrie did it. Like, you always sign that first extension after your rookie deal because that's, that's like, your first guaranteed money. Like, that's – I mean, you, you get your rookie deal guaranteed, but that's your first big payday. I don't – and there's always pressure to always sign that first deal because you get more. I'm like, why don't people opt out earlier? Like, did AD really think – maybe he's a super, like, optimistic, nice guy. Did he really think New Orleans was really going to be able to put something together that was going to get them in the championship contention? And now he's saying, like, I don't play for anybody who wants to win a championship. No, just, dude, you want to go to L.A. Like, the leak that says he didn't want to go to Boston didn't happen on accident. That's ridiculous. So I'm just sick of the whole A.D. thing. And even with the Lakers and how, like, oh, my God, well, we don't want to play because they were going to trace. Everyone gets traded. That's not a superstar. Like, James Harden got traded. Let that sink in. James Harden got traded. That's crazy to think about, bro. Uh, they tried to trade Chris Paul. And then the NBA stepped in with like, no, like, Kyle Russell's not good enough. That, that's crazy. But it's because it's the Lakers. Yeah. Speaking oh, of the Lakers. But, I just, dogs. But I just set it out on Twitter. I have a crazy proposal. What's you, up? you ready for this? So, say a team like my Dallas Mavericks that needs a center bat, right, but doesn't have money for maybe an AD, and they get a top five pick, what if they send their top five pick for Al Horford and another player or a later draft pick, in in their later draft pick, for the number, the top five uh, pick? that Dallas would have if they got there in the lottery. Send the top five pick to uh, Boston, who can then send that top five pick to the Pelicans for Anthony Davis. Do they make that trade? Top five pick for Anthony Davis, straight up. No. Absolutely not. He's worth more than just one top five pick. Well, I know what I'm saying is right now they didn't want to send anything because all Boston has is a like a mid-round, mid-first rounder. They send and all the other players. They what I would do. Don't want to get rid of. I send Tatum, middle first rounder, top five pick for Anthony Davis, and you let Horford trade Horford for a top five pick. So Horford would go to Dallas. Yeah. So y'all get Horford. You get like your top five pick. But we, and then, I would want a, they're, they, because they have two picks that are like middle of the first round. I would want one of them 
we would then draft either Kobe White or Trey Jones. Kobe White's the point guard from North Carolina, and Trey Jones is the point guard from Duke. I want one of them two. Now you got your point guard. Now you got your center. Now you got your power forward and KP if he's healthy. Now you got Luca. This is a dream world. An interesting team. It's a dream world, and it works out for Boston because they get rid of Horford so that they can make room for Anthony Davis. be interesting. It won't happen. No, it won't. <laughs> this is a fun proposal. I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, ooh, this works out for, like, everybody involved because now Pelicans get – not only do they get uh, Tatum, they get a top another top five pick, and they get a middle first rounder too. The Pelicans really screwed themselves by trying to do what they did for the Lakers, because what the, like they're not going to get the value they want now because they were like, oh, we want all your players and all your picks, and the Lakers were just like, uh, you're not being serious. We're okay, cool. Like we get it. Like you're mad at us for tampering, which. Tampering is so stupid anyways. Like the players are going to talk. They're going to want to play where they want to play. The Pelicans are stupid. Maybe you should draft better. Maybe you should have not traded Miritich. Maybe you shouldn't have let Rondo walk. You could have paid him. If you would, if, like, if you would have had Miritich, DeMarcus Cousins, okay, if you, this lineup right here that, that actually they won a playoff series with. If you had Drew Holiday, Rajon Rondo, Anthony Davis, Julius Randle, and Miritich. And I know they got that lineup right there gets you into the second round of the playoffs every year. And then you can make trades. But they were just like, oh, let's run this back, but without Rondo, without DeMarcus Cousins, and without Miritich. Now, they traded Miritich to the Bucks for, I don't remember even who, who they traded him for. But it's like, bro, like, of course he's going to want to freaking leave. It just, it doesn't make sense. Like, why let DeMarcus Cousins walk without even offering up any money? Because according to DeMarcus yeah, Cousins, like, according to Marcus Cousins, they didn't even offer him a contract. Dude, they like that's why he has that one year silly deal he has with the with the Warriors. And I know Achilles is difficult, but I mean, like, dude, like that team was so good with those two big men. Because Anthony Davis can stretch the floor, so now that opens up things for DeMarcus Cousins, and you had playoff Rondo, and you had was Miritich there last year in yeah. the playoff run? Uh, yeah, dude, like that, that team. Yes, because I think uh, Chicago traded him. Yeah, Chicago traded him after he got punched in the face by Bobby Portis. Yes, Lerog Hey, there's your Little Rock native oh, there, bro. Chicago Bulls. A Little Rock native? Yeah. No, I didn't know he was from Little Rock. Anyways, back to Meritage. Got traded. And now it's with the Bucks, And the Bucks might make the finals. Yeah. So, like, man, Pelicans, you might have two former players end up playing each other in the finals. How does that make you feel? Oh, Miritich and Cousins? Yeah. And then you got Rondo that probably might end up in the playoffs for the Lakers. As a segue to this, uh, Rondo was in his playoff Rondo mode last night. 
Oh, and Chris Paul still plays for the Rockets. Yeah, so, I mean, you literally had two generational players, and they both wanted out. I think there lies a problem. You're like the Magic of the West. Yeah, that's a great point. That's such a great point. I mean, you have two generational players that won out before their first contract's up. So I heard Clay Travis, which I don't agree with Clay Travis. I think he's too political. But he made a good point. Straight up right now, if it can be done, if I'm the Lakers, this is what he said. Going forward, not for this year, but going forward, Anthony Davis or LeBron Drain straight up makes sense for a team going forward. LeBron James to the Pelicans? Yeah, for Anthony Davis, straight up is what he said. You know, good and well, LeBron get a no-trade clause in his fucking contract. And I'm sorry I just cursed, but dang, that's stupid. And I'll tell you why. Because AD is stupid younger than LeBron, and LeBron's in the back end of his career, and LeBron definitely ain't going to New Orleans. If AD played for some other team that wasn't as dysfunctional as the Pelicans, yeah, maybe. LeBron at this point in his career does so much more than AD still, though. I mean, the passing and the rebounding and just the brand. Yeah. yeah. And that's Jimmy's guy, Clay Travis. I know. Not dismiss me with that. How is it? Hey, don't hate the messenger. I Man. thought you said you agreed with it. I didn't say I agree with it. I just said it was there. AD for LeBron. That's AD the, for LeBron. I said AD. That's a whole nother discussion. Oh, KD no, for LeBron. I'm Le saying KD for LeBron. It makes so much more sense. Okay, I mean, I can see KD gets it. Now, it doesn't make sense for LeBron because that, that's the whole, like, you can't, like, go join up with. But could you imagine LeBron with Steph and Clay? <laughs> You think KD is good with them? Oh my goodness! Just Clay and Steph would always be open. Oh yeah. Like LeBron three years ago would have been perfect for the Warriors. He would have just played the point four, and he would average like twenty three points a game. And Clay and Steph would break all the shooting records. And then Draymond would do all his dirty work, and that would have been the perfect team. I would have hated to see it. I would have like stopped watching basketball. Yeah. KD, I'm, like KD would be good on the Lakers. Without LeBron. I love how you just said... I think he can handle L.A. media. He can't... But KD better not take his ass to New York. Yeah, that's crazy that you just... segued my proposal into some crazy shit. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I do. I know, it's crazy, bro. And I'm gonna just tie... I normally do this in a... final segment, but I'm just gonna go tie this all together... with... The final KO. Breaking news. Bryce Harper is going to be a Philly. 13 years, $330 million. Yes, and it totally KO'd our entire next segment because we were going to talk about how Nolan Arenado's deal impacted the Bryce Harper deal. Well, now we know. It did. Well, Arenado, I went and looked his numbers up, and I'm like, oh, he's 
in this climate, he's totally worth the money. So the top five. But I want to bring. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. The top no, five ahead, largest contracts in pro sports teams history. Number five, Alex Rodriguez, two hundred fifty-two million. Number four, Alex Rodriguez, two hundred seventy-five million. Number three, Manny Machado, three hundred million. Uh, John Carlos Stanton, three hundred twenty-five million, and now Bryce Harper, three hundred thirty million. Did Arenado not make the list? No, this is from Danny Ravel. Oh, okay. Um, that's because, American team sports, though, right? Because you know them soccer players get those stupid contracts. Yeah, this is pro team, so it's got to hey, be American. Ba- baseball is getting poor. Hockey is like, we're going to sign you for a 17-year deal for, like... Yeah, that's stupid, bro. First off... I don't blame a child. I don't blame any of these guys for signing these stupid long contracts because that means the money's guaranteed and they're going to get paid most of that money. They're going to boo coos out the bank. Good for them. I don't think that Machado or Bryce Harper. Okay, so who's the best player in baseball? Like, we hate to say it, but it's probably Mike Trout. That's who I think it is. Might try. Okay, then you got guys like. Then it kind of flip flops, right? So you got guys like Bryce Harper, Machado, who's never even been in my top five. You got guys like, little bias here. Uh, Francisco Lindor does a little bit of everything. You've got guys like Nolan Arenado and a guy that we talked about last night. Who, I hope he has a good agent. He's 31. He's a little older, but Paul Goldschmidt, go look at, go put his last five years up against Arenado, Bryce Harper's. Doubles, home runs, I don't give a damn about all the advanced metrics, BS. I mean, you can hit the ball, you can't hit the ball. I don't think Machado's worth the money he got paid. Uh, he, now, where did he go? He went to... Goldschmidt? No, no, no. Where, where did Machado go? I just want to bring it. Oh, uh, San Diego. Okay, yeah. So he's in San Diego. He left the Dodgers to go to the Padres. Good for you. Um, I think that's Bryce a, Harper's in Philly. I think that's publicity stunt to Machado deal. Do, say that again? I think it's a publicity stunt because they know they need butts and seats because they're the only team in San Diego now, so it's like, we gotta do something with $300 million. Oh, no, 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 don't get me wrong, I do not blame the Padres for doing it at all. Like, Machado's young, he's really, really, really good. This is more for me on Machado. Like, bro, like, now, maybe they, with Will Myers and Eric Hosmer, I mean, they've got a little something, they have no pitching whatsoever that I know of. I, I went and looked at the Phillies roster, and I guess I'm this much out of touch with baseball. I couldn't name even more than three dudes on their entire roster. They had that Bryce Hoskins dude. Um, well, they have Jake Arrieta. And then the the, 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 the the Nola pitcher dude. And now they have Bryce Harper. And uh, did I mention McCutcheon? No. So, like, they, they've got a decent little team there. But I, I always thought... I thought Bryce Harper was going to a way bigger market, but maybe, I mean, Philly, 
Because Philly was trying to get both him and Machado. Yeah. Well, it didn't happen, but... Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. Baseball's weird. Guys seem to take money and not care about winning. Oh, they for sure take money now, and don't care about Trout, winning. That was Trout. Trout's up. When's Trout up for his super deal? I have no idea. So I know he got re-signed recently, but he's got to be up for, like, if Bryce Harper just got $330 million, Mike Trout might get $500 million. And to me, John Carlos and Bryce Harper. Do what? I think John Carlos Stanton went healthy. I think he's a more exciting player than Bryce Harper. That dude literally hits the ball and then like aliens catch it. And they're like, oh, what's this? It's baseball. You said you said John Carlos Stanton, like, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, like I would only tune into Miami games for him. Oh, for sure. He he hits like he literally like like you know you, do you know, did you hear the report? Traffic? Do what? They have found new craters on the moon because of John Carlos. <laughs> you, bro, you're wild, bro. Like, that's stupid. That came, that came from Joe Rogan. Being serious? No, I'm kidding. Did not come from Joe Rogan. But, dude, like, yeah. He yeah. would say some crazy shit. I'm, like not, that, a, I'm not saying he plays the game the right way. I mean, I don't, I don't dislike him. I'm just, I think he's overrated. He was he was terrible in the first half of the season last year, but he has an amazing agent. All these baseball players got amazing so, agents, bro. That they making like three hundred million plus out. Like this is crazy, bro. Yeah. If his agent was either Drew Rosenhaus or Scott Boris, and which are both like stupid, ridiculously good agents. Yeah. Scott Boris, I think, was A-Rod's man. It was A-Rod's agent. Yeah, pretty sure he was. Drew Rosenhaus was T.O.'s when because he was in there doing the whole thing with T.O. doing the, the sit-ups in the driveway in Philadelphia when he got, when he got sent home from Philadelphia. Yeah, that shit was wild. And then T.O. when he got a big deal from Dallas. <laughs> yeah. Can I go on a Steelers rant real quick since I haven't addressed this on it? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and uh, talk about AB and your Steelers. All right. So number one, all I hear is how Ben Roethlisberger should take accountability for this, and yes, he probably should be less dramatic and take more accountability. Ben's won two Super Bowls and been to three. Antonio Brown has been to zero. Le'Veon Bell has been to zero. Now, Le'Veon Bell different. Le'Veon Bell was purely business. And, like, whatever, dude. Like, go to the Jets and get your money. Like, cool. Like, I loved watching him play. I have no disrespect toward either one of these guys. We have a litany of lists of Antonio Brown's transgressions. Here's my thing. This is to Big Ben and A.B. Y'all get paid bukus of millions of dollars and y'all can't sit down and talk this out as men. Because, I mean, how many times have me and you gotten into it or me and my buddy Coop gotten into it or me and people at work got into it? And after the fact, I can go up to someone and be like, hey, man, like, I may have been out of line. I didn't mean 
blah, 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 like, hey, my bad, I'm going to work and do better at that. Boom, conversation over. You go on like men. The Steeler, I think Antonio Brown's social media activity is going to decrease his worth. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, as a player, as players, players, as Charles Barkley would say, Antonio Brown's phenomenal, and his work ethic is off the charts when he comes to practice and when he's on time. Like, he, that was the thing that could never say about T.O. is his work ethic. Like, yeah, Antonio Brown built himself into this, but don't act like Roethlisberger didn't help you. And as a Steelers fan, I just, I'm almost to the point to where it's like, fire the GM, fire the coach, get rid of the quarterback, get rid of the receiver, get rid of the running back, and just... Because under Bill Cower, this stuff didn't happen. Guys got a line. They were traded, let go. Joey Porter was even traded in Miami. James oh, Harrison was traded. Like, the distractions. And I love Mike Tomlin. And I don't want him to get fired. But you got to change the culture. Like, you tried to be the player's coach. And now the players are running the organization. And it hasn't brought you any Super Bowls. We should have made the playoffs last year. We were like 6-2-2 two and two at one point. Or 6-2-1 and one at one point. Like, that's win four games, you're in the playoffs. It's not that hard, as you said. Um, and so. You out, bro. But yeah, don't. Yeah, I know I'm wild. I hope nobody caught that. <laughs> Le'Veon. Well, you've got two guys in their prime. And honestly, I am all for not giving Le'Veon Bell $15 million. I'm off the pay, overpaying the running back thing. like, And it sucks for running backs. And hey, running backs get all the money you can get. But if I'm running a franchise, I'm not paying my running back $15 million a year. Because the shelf life on running backs can just go in an instant. We've seen it so many times. Y'all are going to make that mistake with Zeke because Zeke is a great talent. And every organization will. I know. But we're in trouble. And it's. And, and, and now, ask me if Ezekiel Elliott deserves the money. Uh, yeah. Oh, he absolutely deserves it. Does Le'Veon Bell deserve his money? Yes, but... And that's why I think the NFL salary cap needs to jump up $20 million. You're trying to fit... Because there's so... Go ahead. You're trying to fit way too much money inside, like, a $175 million comp cap, and that's just, that's just too much. I agree with you, and it's not about players being overpaid or they're greedy. No, it's your quarterback. Like, does Russell Wilson deserve twenty million dollars a year? Yes, he does. He's the face of the franchise. He's done nothing but carry himself as the face of the franchise. He's produced the big moments. He's won a Super Bowl. He's a consummate professional. But if you pay him twenty million dollars under this salary cap structure, you—that's bad to let their whole entire defense go. And so the NBA, the NFL is doing this on purpose. And it's not like some sadistic, like, we don't want to pay the minority players. No, they want they want absolute parity. Yeah. My dog's on top barking at the wind. <laughs> so, Ooh, wind. Dude, like, a car will drive by the house. <laughs> hey, dog, shut up. <laughs> shut up to my dogs. They're awesome. I call them my dog friends. And so, but yeah, absolutely. I mean, this NFL salary cap is a joke, and it's basically set up to, like, you better win with a rookie, a quarterback on his rookie deal, or you're pretty much going to be screwed. Unless you're the Patriots and you brainwash your quarterback into taking pay cuts. So, you talk about rookie deal quarterbacks. Shout out to Robert Kraft, by the way. 
I have. Have you ever been to a massage? Have you ever been to a massage parlor? No, I have not. Never gonna I go. I haven't either. I haven't either. Shout out to Robert Kraft. I'm definitely never gonna go now. Oh no 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 no! Like like even if it was just like for a massage, like I'm mm, mm, you ain't gonna get me caught up in some. Like at Chris. Okay, first off. Yes, go ahead and say it. At like Chris like at Chris Scout Team, Chris America says. He tried to party like a Florida man and got caught. Now I want to I want to be very clear about something. <laughs> the seriousness of what Robert Kraft did is like we got all the jokes, right? The bigger investigation was into child sex trafficking or sex trafficking and that, which is despicable and wrong, and we agree with that. Correct? Oh yes, completely. I'm just laughing at the yeah, the, so we're the happy endings part. Like, Ian at the daughter people. Oh yeah, just in case people are like, oh, you're not taking sex trafficking seriously. I have, I grew up with little sisters, dude. Like, there's a reason that we own guns in the South, like to protect our sisters and our daughters and our mothers. So dismiss us with that. But we are definitely here for all the Robert Kraft jokes. Like, dude, it was the day of the AFC Championship game. Like, this dude is like, I am balling. They can't do nothing to me, and they're not gonna do anything to Robert Kraft. It's a, and you know the thing is Mark's like what's gonna happen? I'm like it's a misdemeanor. It's like getting a public intox, something I might know about. Um, it's a misdemeanor. It's like a ticket. Like hey dude, pay a fine, and we're gonna send you these classes about why you shouldn't do this, because it it's a whole social discussion about massage parlors and prostitution that we won't even get into on this show. But Robert Kraft, come on bro, you're a billionaire. That's all I'm saying. I agree with you. Uh, and I don't want to go any further on this conversation. because It could get kind of bad. I, I don't want to take it. So, I, yeah, yeah, I don't want to take it to the wrong place. <laughs> I so. got you, bro. Well, that wraps up episode number 13 of The Kicker and the Outlaw. This has been the final oh, case. Real quick. Okay. Real quick, uh, Paul Goldschmidt, get all your money because he's been balling. Anyway. I agree. Uh, this has been the Kicker and the Outlaw on the Rehab Sports Guys Network. Make sure to go to our YouTube page. Go to our uh, website, which the link is on. At KO Sports, at Insane underscore Sports. And it is on our Website. It is in the website part of our Twitter page. Go to it. Listen to all our old podcasts. That's where you can find all our old YouTube. Check out all our stuff. You can check out all our bios for all three of it. Me, Jesse, and David. It's been real. I'll see y'all tomorrow because I'm coming with some serious fire on the Insane Sports Show. Check it out. Peace. Thanks, guys. Oh, real quick before we leave, uh, at some point there will be an episode of the Jesse James show coming at some point, so that'll also be a thing. So look out for that. But uh, check out House and Shambles. Check out the Rehab Sports guys. Check out Ian. What? what give the people the name of your show real quick before we get off. Here. Ian Sane Sports. So we have Ian Sane Sports, we have the Jesse James Show, we have the Kicker and the Outlaw Podcast, we have the House and Shambles, and who knows, we might even um, let David do his own show, but uh, watch your ears. So, Ian, take us home. That might be kind of crazy. Peace out, y'all. That would be crazy, but I would totally listen to it. Oh, me too. It'd be wild, bro. Peace out, y'all.